Hey, what up, what up? It's Rudy Campos Jr. And you're listening to Sweep the League Podcast. Not just any podcast, but a podcast that talks to you about life, gives you some laughs, and of course, we talk about sports. Continue listening to Sweep the League Podcast. Rudy Campos Jr. and the fam, we are here for you. All right, we're back on another episode of Sweep the League podcast, and it's it's a two man show. We're we're doing the double trouble type thing right now. It's gonna be myself. It's gonna be Stats himself. We're gonna talk some NBA finals. We're gonna talk a little bit about NBA here. Uh, kind of NFL is gonna be gearing up. We got the NBA draft coming up as well. So we're gonna kind of focus right now on finals talk and NBA in general. We're gonna dive right into it. But first things first, always go giving a shout out to Machismo Libre and to Special Leaf uh, T. You know, stats. I, I gotta first ask you, man. What you've been all right? I know you were busy last week. We've all been busy lately, but you've been doing okay, man. Yeah, you know, I've been I've been all right. I'll be honest with you. Last week was pretty stressful, and I think everyone, you know, our listeners, everyone out there. Um, all of us here on the podcast, we we encounter some of those times and some of those weeks that are just absolutely brutal. They're just really taxing on us. And that was that was my week um, last week. And I think this week, this coming week will be different. And um, I'm hoping that that's the case for everyone else out there. But for those of you who are listening. Um, you know, listen, who are sweep the leaguers and who listen to us every week. We really appreciate y'all listening in because. Uh, time is precious, Rudy. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's it's not easy. You can't just buy that. You can't just get that. Um, so, you know, this this little message is for all of our listeners out there. We really appreciate y'all taking the time, no matter how rough of a week. Um, maybe you had a tough day at work and you're listening to Sweep the League on your drive home. You know, maybe you got some home troubles going on and or maybe you just want to lose some weight. Maybe you want to take care of yourself and um you know, you're taking the time to exercise and you're listening to sweep the league, you know, while you're doing that. And we're honored to be part of that process. So, you know, this is just me and all of us here saying thank you for taking the time to listen to us. And no matter how rough your week is, um, that you're taking the time out there to do that. Yeah, man, 100 percent on that. I mean, I I know people text me all the time. They're like, hey, I listened to the latest episode. I love it. You know, we see it on Twitter, you and I, when they. uh mm-hmm. When they retweet it and they quote it, you know, hey, this had a lot of sound bites. I love it. This is a great episode. Gotta listen to this. You know, we love hearing about everybody that listens to the show. So again, we appreciate all of y'all. Definitely. Cannot take time for granted, man. You know, on a personal level, you know, we uh myself, I I'm coming off of a rough, like it just seems like weird because whenever we celebrate Memorial Day, those four days after that Monday. It always seems to be the longest week of the year. For whatever reason, every year for me, it just seems to be the longest week. And it's only four days. But, you know, I I encountered a whole lot, man. I encountered a whole, whole lot. So, you know, I've had, I want to say there was four deaths that I had. And not in the family per se, but... Uh, and people that I've known, you know, one of them was a, lo- a teacher back when I was in seventh and eighth grade. Uh, one of the great, a great teacher of mine. I learned a lot from him. 
the other one was a childhood friend her mom passed um one of my best friends you know her dad passed it's like there was a lot of people passing so you what you said you know clearly with time you know time is of the essence and like you had mentioned earlier that's another reason why we thank everybody because i mean we have no idea what the hell is going on in people's lives and you're taking, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, maybe an hour to listen to us mumbo jumbo and, you know, babble on about <laughs> shit left and right. So, yeah. again, we appreciate everybody out there. But one thing I'm appreciative for is the NBA finals, man. It's going to it's going to be a blowout, I think, in most games. Denver's going to blow out, but you can't get away from from the backstory because on one corner, you have Denver, who can be – it can be their first NBA title ever. The second ABA team – San Antonio Spurs were first. Second ABA team to win an NBA title. But if they so happen to lose, you have Miami, who could be the first eighth seed to ever win an NBA title. How great is that for an NBA Finals? Whether it's a blowout every game or what, I don't care if Denver sweeps them 4-0. How great of an NBA final story is that? Oh, you know, and I, I concur with you, man. I think there are a lot of haters. There's there's a decent amount of people who are against this finals who think it might be boring. There isn't much at stake. But I think there are great stories, like you mentioned, that you touched on, like on both ends, on both conferences. You got uh, Jokic and Jamal Murray. Um, just being the center of this absolutely well-oiled machine in Denver, uh, one of the best coach teams in the league as well. Just it, it, to me, Den- the Denver Nuggets are an example of just how you build a team without bringing in like a big three or having mega stars. Jamal Murray still hasn't been an all-star. Like, just let that sink in. You know, he has never been an all-star, and what uh, Michael Malone is doing with this roster and how they've built it over the years uh, is very impressive. Jokic has a great work ethic. He's a team first guy, uh, probably the best passing big man in the NBA um, just can score from all over the floor and a just very talented roster example is almost reminiscent of the Spurs, how the Spurs just always did a great job of doing like team building around mm-hmm. the guys, the stars that they did have, um, and that and that's what impresses me the most is when you see these teams that um, don't have a big three that don't have like a major player that's really, you know, like the face of the franchise or well, not face, more like the face of the NBA, like a LeBron or something mm-hmm. um, out there making it work with a team. And that's, I think, what makes the Nuggets really likable. But then you got Miami, which um, for all of you sweep the leaguers out there, you know, we've given Eric Spolstra his roses. Uh, we've talked highly about what we think of his coaching ability yeah. and seeing him come away with that game seven against Boston with his squad was really just touching, man. It was really awesome seeing that Spolstra is just a really humble coach. He knows how to motivate his players. And of course we got Jimmy Butler being the face of that team right now and just playing, um, you know, his journey through the playoffs you know, just playing out of his mind right now, um, just just kind of willing his team, being that example for his guys, the role players on that team with all those undrafted, um, you know, free agents and how Spolstra and Butler are kind of willing them and motivating, motivating them to be the best that they can be 
Mm-hmm. That is basketball at its finest in my mind. And this has been one of the freshest finals we've seen in a while. Um, and honestly, it's it's great right now. I mean, we got a close game at halftime in game two as uh, as we're recording right now. So it could still go either way. Um, again, going into this finals, I would have no problem with whichever team wins it because both teams are deserving great stories on both sides. And I mean, you can't really ask for much more when it comes to NBA finals. So do you ever give us a prediction? Uh, I don't. Did we ever do predictions? I know you mentioned the Nuggets, but this was a while back. I don't. I don't think we actually did beginning of the year predictions because I think you made your prediction at the end of last season. Mm, yeah, I actually I predicted the Nuggets to win the title mm-hmm. while last yeah. season was still going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah, you did. I I love the Nuggets, man. I mean, last year they just they were just clicking. Last year. There was no reason for me not to pick them this year. So that's why I remember saying, you know, going into next year, Nuggets are going to be the favorites. They're going to be the favorites. They're going to win the title. I mean, and they're literally like two games and what, two and a half games away from winning that first title. But I mean, top to bottom, when you've got 13 guys and and talking to one of our friends, Derek Irvin, you know, former New Jersey net there, I, I was talking to him recently and he made a great point, and we both agreed on it. If you look at Denver's 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th guy, they could be starting five for another team. They could be starters everywhere else. So when Denver is able to put 13 guys on the floor that can potentially be starters at any other, you know, on some other teams, that's pretty damn good, man. I don't know. Talent-wise... It's not the greatest team ever assembled in the NBA. We've seen some really big bangers, but as far as, you know, I guess what I'm saying, as far as 100% complete, this is one of the most complete teams I've ever seen in the NBA where you could go 12, 13 deep and still rely on that person to contribute some way, if that makes any sense right there. Oh, absolutely. And I I mean, I want to kind of give up, you know, there's a lot of guys on this team. There's, you know, KCP, um, there's, I mean, Jeff Green alone. I mean, I always thought he was a pretty valuable role player for any Mm -hmm. team who ended up getting him. Uh, You got Michael Porter Jr. But the guy who I think has really, really shined, especially this past season is Aaron Gordon, man. Um, Going from, going from strictly being a dunker to a guy who's become a playmaker, who's, you know, able to be more reliable in the scoring department, um, who energizes, reinvigorates this team with his energy and his passion. Um, he's had some sick dunks this season as well. So he still, you know, has that dunking vibe to him. And and anytime he, he lands a an epic dunk on anyone, it's just he just energizes the rest of his squad mates. Um, and to me, Aaron Gordon feels like rejuvenated, like he's almost taken a step forward is, you know, kind of graduating from, oh, he was the guy in the dunk contest against Zach Levine all those years mm-hmm. to, okay, now he's a guy who could be a potential all-star, you know, with maybe an increased production, maybe next season. But like we talked about, Denver doesn't have like three big guys, like three all-stars on this team. And like we talked about, Jamal Murray hasn't even been declared an all-star yet. He will be next season, though, I think. But um, 
and he's been dealing with injuries and such. But this team, like you mentioned, is just so loaded, so deep. Um, and I think, you know, don't get me wrong. I think Mike Brown did deserve uh, coach of the year for his job with the Sacramento Kings because that's that's amazing what he was able to do with such a snake bitten franchise for all those years. But Michael Malone was probably number two uh, for what he was able to do with this Denver roster and just excellent team building. And you got a big guy um, in Jokic who's just willing to take constructive criticism, learn from his coaches, learn from people, um, just very humble. And uh, I think it's time to start calling Jokic a megastar in this league. Uh, I feel like he doesn't get the uh, honors that he deserves, even though he's a two-time MVP. Um, but he should be right up there with Giannis, I think, as one of the best players in the league. Is he going to be better than Tim Duncan when it's all said and done? He'll, he might be. He'll definitely be right up there. Um, he does all the all the all the things that are outside of scoring, like he can pass the ball. His passing is incredible. His vision's incredible. Um, he's got good agility for a big man, and he's strong too. He's he's just the perfect package, man. He can hit threes when he needs to. Because I, I consider Tim to be, and this is kind of funny, but you know, I I consider Tim to be one A or one B to Olajuwon's one A. I do have a Lajuan just a little bit higher, just a smidge. And I'm saying, I'm talking, you know, if there's number one, you know, it's like 1.1, Tim is 1.111111. They're like the exact type, same player to me. I just think a Lajuan was, gets the edge only because he, I think he had more of a consistent jumper. You know, in my opinion, I've got to get the numbers. I've got to get the field goal percentage numbers. But just by remembering them play, um, similar type players. I mean, super, super loaded in the in the post. Could take you off the dribble. Can lead a fast break. Both defensive gurus, giants on the defensive side. They are, to me, they were the most mirrored player. Well, for me, it was Duncan and Olajuwon. You know, I think I gave Akeem just a little bit more. Um, just a tad, like I said, it's so hard. I mean, you can easily say, you know, Duncan was better than Olajuwon, and I won't. I will never disagree with you on that. I will never disagree. But with Olajuwon and Duncan, I think that's like, like I said, 1A, 1B. Can't really put one over the other because I wouldn't really argue with it if you had Duncan over him. Um, you know, I, Jabbar is probably the greatest big man of all time. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but that's in other people's sense as far as scoring. I mean, he had probably one of the most, probably the most unguardable shot other than probably the finger roll by Gervin. You know, he had the sky hook. So Jabbar definitely is up there. But when you look at Jokic, I mean, at first, I remember comparing him to Arvita Sabonis. I mean, passing, you know, very skilled, high basketball IQ, everything. But I think at this point of his career, I have him way above Sabonis. And he's already knocking on the the discussion of all-time greatest big man. He's just missing rings, honestly. He's got the MVPs. He's, he's just missing rings. So if he gets his first one, 
Nuggets stay together. They get another one. Maybe another two more. That's three. When can we start saying Jokic is that guy? I mean, and how many more rings do you think it's going to take before we can say you are that guy? He's going to be finals MVP. Finals MVP holds a lot of water. But how many more rings will it take? And how many more MVPs? The guy, in my opinion, should have been back-to-back-to-back MVP winner. He should have won the MVP this winter. I oh, get, for sure. I yeah. get Embiid's this season. Embiid had a magnificent season. But just because Jokic, you know, didn't struggle, but just because he didn't put up the numbers he was all year towards the end of the year, and Embiid made this huge push, should not have put any knock on him. He was still had, you know... Denver was still the best team in the league. Without him, they don't make the playoffs at all. That's why I had him winning the MVP. Yeah, absolutely. I, I have to agree with you on that. But in the, the other thing, too, with Embiid, as he was fantastic this past season, but that Sixers starting lineup, they have a lot of talent on that team, like, mm-hmm. like star power, like names that people know of. Um you know, so Embiid was surrounded by a bunch of talent on that, like big name talent on that team that people are familiar with. Whereas Denver, again, Jamal Murray had been dealing with injuries like last season, and um, he had just now kind of, you know, now that he's healthier, he's kind of taking that next step. But what this team, what what Jokic has been able to do with just a, again, Denver is an example of an absolutely fantastic, well built team. Um, the importance of roster building and getting the right pieces and elevating guys um, to their potential. Very similar, funny enough, you know, to what Eric Spolster is doing with Miami, elevating role players and these guys who were not expected to show the production that they are showing Mm -hmm. to step up in the spotlight, in the clutch, in the grandest stage of them all in the NBA. But that's what Michael Malone is doing with this Nuggets team. And Jokic is the foundation. He is the centerpiece of this offense, of this team. And he elevates everyone else with his abilities. And you look at this Nuggets team, and yes, they're loaded with a lot of good like young talent and guys who have more potential to show. And it is an example of team building. But at the end of the day, it's Jokic really helping elevate his other teammates because of his abilities. Mm-hmm. And for for that reason, I have to agree with you. I think he should have been back-to-back-to-back MVP, um, especially with the Nuggets finishing number one in the West. Um, that speaks volumes. And um, with this roster as well, it's just, again, the Denver Nuggets to me are the prime example of how, to, how team building um, really benefits the league. And just an example of uh, how what other GMs should be looking at as far as getting the right pieces. And as we talked about, the San Antonio Spurs have always been so good at doing that, especially with the big three era of, you know, Tony Parker, Manu and Duncan, they always knew which personnel to surround themselves with and uh, team building. So I think what Denver is doing is special right now. And not only for themselves, but as an example for the rest of the league. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm still like, I'm still in all about, you know, Denver. It's, it's a remarkable story. I mean, they get the title and we're talking about guys that you probably don't remember. I mean, I know y'all guys are young here on the show besides me, but you're talking about legends in Denver. Like I go back to Alex English, watching Alex English play 
I mean, I think he was, I think he scored the most points in the 80s, if I'm not mistaken. So Alex English, I mean, you're talking about Jordan and Bird and those guys, and yeah, Alex English is that guy. You know, you go further back, not further back, but, well, yeah, go further back. Dan Issel, well, you know, he was a, a former Denver Nugget. Um, then you go kind of, you know, after the English or during the English days, it was Michael Adams and uh, Lafayette Lever was another one. I mean, you've got a lot of guys that played in Denver, a lot of great legends there who will be honored if these Nuggets win that title. I mean, then you can't forget the Dikembe Mutombo years and um, the Chris Jackson slash Mahmoud Abdul Rawuf years. I mean, there's been some good Denver teams there. Uh, Lafonso Ellis was there. I mean, there's a lot of great players that have come in and out of Denver, but this Denver team is very special, man. I, I think Michael Malone is the best coach for this squad. He's a great motivator. He's also a great teacher. These guys are learning a lot from him. The only concern I have going into the offseason for them is um, Michael Porter Jr. Is There was some rumblings that that Michael Porter Jr. may, you know, he may want out. I mean, that's the thing with Michael Porter Jr. He's a, he's a prime piece uh, of the puzzle here. And that's where I'm thinking like, okay, if they can convince Michael Porter Jr. Like, Hey, this is your, this is your time. This is your time. Now it's your time now. And we are definitely, um, we're definitely going to, Build, you know, we're going to build something great here. We're going to move on. You're going to be a big part of this. I just hope he really buys into it because, I, like I said, in the middle of this year, he was kind of just kind of like, hey, you know, not getting the minutes or not being in clutch time in there, stuff like that. So just glad that it's working out for him now. We'll see what happens at the end of the season. As uh, we are on Sweep the League, we are talking about the NBA Finals in Denver, Miami. We are joined by Rock, the Rock himself. Hey, Rock, you doing all right, man? Welcome, Welcome back, back, bro. Yes, sir. How are you, big dog? I'm good. I'm good. You doing all right? Yeah, for the most part, just, you know, I go back to work tomorrow. I had a little week vacation, but uh, go back to work tomorrow, so that should be fun. But I'm doing good, man. How about uh, Mr. Stats? How's Stats doing? Oh, Rock, oh, Rock. Last, last week was a little bit rough, but got to enjoy and relax this Sunday, just beautiful good stuff but dude you are you're the man right now because we we need all the deets on the b-day celebration dude the b-day celebration the one i don't remember or what <laughs> spill it yeah, spill it. yeah. Of that. <laughs> just just what whatever you do remember man i mean honestly yeah. no i mean this week it was like a relaxation from you know just from working just life in general but uh i went on a pretty Pretty extensive bender of going out and consuming alcohol to the point where <laughs> I'm uh, taking my habit and I'm only gonna be drinking weekends for now on. So, but uh, in Dallas, it was pretty fun, man. It was real kind of sketch at night, but it was super fun. Uh, I enjoyed it, and then yeah, this week I kind of just stayed here in town, but I did a lot of cool, uh, cool stuff. So, not bad, not bad, man, not bad. I uh. I, my Friday nights are over for bowling, so I mean, there's no more drinking at the bowling on Fridays till August. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, birthday's coming up in August, August fifth. I'll probably be in Houston that weekend, and I plan on 
getting uh getting really good celebration because you only you only turn uh 40 I don't even know how old I'm going to be. 43, 44 once, I guess. So who cares? Close enough. Close enough. It's in the 40s still. It's going to be in the 40s for a while. Hopefully. Hey, yeah. Hey, Rudy, real quick. Um, So I know we we talk about alcohol and booze on this show. By the way, drink responsibly, folks. You know, we don't want you, <laughs> we don't want our listeners to go out there and hurt themselves and not think about um what they need to do going forward, you know, later in the evening. Have a plan, folks. Take care of yourselves. Um, So, yeah. With that disclaimer there, um, Rudy, when you yeah. go bowling, um, uh-huh. so I've heard some of the, you've told us kind of like what, and you probably mentioned it on the show before, but um, you are near legendary status when it comes to how much you drink when you bowl. So what is the rundown? Like, do you have a specific strategy for like I don't I don't know like do, do, is there any psychology that goes into it or do you just kind of go you know whatever I'm just going to see what happens if I do this if I take this shot like w- what is your game plan when it comes to drinking when you bowl Oh man okay so normally I drink Dos Equis when I bowl um let me some Dos Equis. Is uh, there any particular reason you go with the Dos No, Equis? not really. I think I've just gotten accustomed to it because every bowling center has it pretty much. And then they have it uh, <laughs> in bottle and on tap. So I kind of go that route. Now, shout out to bowling centers. If you've got the uh, the sole michelada lime salt uh, drink, I'll, I'll definitely buy the shit out of that one a lot. I prefer that one. But... For the most part, Dos Equis is the go-to. Now, on Friday nights, um, the team the team does a shot every Friday. <laughs> so it just kind of depends. Normally, it started off a year and a half, well, two years ago, because we were back-to-back champs. So two years ago, it started with fireballs. And it would be one fireball, then it would go two, then other shots. Um, this year, we've added the sweet tart shot we've added the uh margarita shot which was hella good there was also one and i cannot remember the name to save my life but it tasted like peanut butter i don't know rocky would you happen to know that oh was it uh, a screwball oh yeah i think it's screwball yeah screwball that's exactly what it was screwball so we added the screwball to this one um there was some fireball involved in there there was some straight tequila shots uh there was a, a, lot, a lot of balls yeah, well, it's bowling, so you got to have a lot of balls in bowling. Um, Purple Gecko, that was another one that we introduced. Oh, you're sick, dude. I, I'm... What's a Purple Gecko? I don't know. Rock take uh, this one. I don't know. No, nah, it's just really just disgusting alcohol mixed. Uh, just a lot of liquors mixed together, and it's purple, obviously, but it's just really disgusting. It tastes like medicine. It did. And I'm going to say one thing that this past Friday was the very first time we had a lemon drop shot. And I want to give a shout out. I want to give a shout out to Bandera Bowl because the only thing in that lemon drop was straight whiskey. They forgot to drop something else in there because I don't think a lemon drop is just straight whiskey, if I'm not mistaken. No, that's it's not supposed to be straight whiskey. Okay, It was straight whiskey. I literally felt my heart just slapping my face 
for drinking just a straight whiskey shot. So shout out to Bandera Bowl. Next time, please make the lemon drops right and don't give me straight whiskey because that shit burns going down and it burned coming out too. So don't ever do that again, please. That sucked big time. But that's pretty much what it is, bowling. Now, shout out to Chris Galler, former Sweep the League uh, member as well. Um, I bowled him on Wednesday nights now. So we're, we kind of started last Wednesday. I was introduced to Lone Star Light or Lone Star Blue. I don't know if that's oh, light or regular. I said Lone oh, Star dear. Blue. Yeah, I was introduced to that. Um, eight beers later, and I was perfectly fine. So I don't know if it's just watered down shit or what, but shout out to Lone Star Blue. If you want to sponsor Shoot the League, I'd definitely drink the hell out of you because it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of what bullying is for me. I don't know if that kind of answered your question. It's kind of whatever is bought, we drink pretty much. Do you do you usually start with shots or because it sounds like you go with there's no order when it comes to no, there's bowling no and booze, right? There's no order because I could be bowling and then next thing you know, hey, I brought a round of shots. Well, I haven't even had a beer. And the other thing is, okay, this has nothing to do. And you, nobody fight me for saying this. Nobody you know, get all pissed off or whatever. Oh, God. Well, what are you about to say right I'm now? I'm just going to say this. I was asked when I was taking a shot recently, and this wasn't this past Friday. This was on a couple of weeks back. Um, I went to a wedding. No, not a wedding. A Debbie. And it was a family's my family. My cousin was like, you know, have a bottle. Well, it was Don Julio tequila. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. I mean, I'm going to take that. You know, I'm not stupid. Tequila is like water for me. So I'll drink tequila all night. He's like, all right, well, you know, where's your chaser? What? Anybody, if you have to have a chaser to take a shot, you and I will never drink ever the rest of my life. To me, that is baby shit. I'm hoping you guys don't need chasers for shots. Please tell me. Please tell me a long time. Uh, it varies. I mean, some of them are like, they're, they're fine. Like, but like, some shots are just depends. Like, I'll give an example. Like, uh, when we're celebrating my birthday here in town, my brother comes up to me and he is like, Here, take this. And I was like, What is it? He's like, Just take it. And I was like, Oh, no. And so I was like, It was, it was brown. And I was like, Okay, I know it's probably whiskey. I was like, Okay, whatever. I don't mind. And then I take it. It's warm. I almost yacked that. And it's just pure Jack Daniels. And it's just warm. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why are you ordering me this hot Jack Daniels that, you know, Jack Daniels is good, but I'm like, dude, and I, I had that taste in my mouth for like the whole night. And I had to wash it down. I, I tried washing it down, but I just couldn't get it. But I'm like, some shots do need chasers, though. What shots what? need chasers? Um, I've never had a shot where I needed a chaser. I don't know if Mark had a rumple. I have had a rumple. Did you need a chaser over there, or you can just drink it like that, Mark? I think it's it's been many, many nights ago, but I don't remember needing a chaser for it. Unless, Rudy, unless you like Listerine mouthwash, then you won't need a chaser for it. That's what it tastes like. Listerine mouthwash. I mean, I don't drink it, but I use it. It's not, it doesn't bother me at all. Uh, just, ugh. I don't know. Some tequila like you can be fine with, but other ones taste like rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Okay. I okay. I, I guess I'm being too hard because, you know, maybe I'm being a little harsh. If it's 
hot ass liquor, then okay, I can understand getting a cold beer to chase it down because, yeah, because you know you don't want to burn your nipples off. I get that completely, but if it's chilled, if it's you know minimum room temperature, you know a little cooler than that, to me you don't need a chaser, man. Sir, man. Oh yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, but whoever is delusional gives you a super hot shot and says, "Oh, here you go." They're not your friend. That that's just no. They deserve a kick in the balls. Yeah, but in my case, if it's a what if a girl buys it, what it happens in? Can't do nothing about that. that. I'll just be like, mm, so good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then just sit out like. Oh, so a friend of mine was telling me um, that there is a drink, there is a mixed drink out there, and uh, just be be open about this because I couldn't believe this actually exists. So there is a mixed drink that includes. Uh, it's an energy. I can't remember what specific. I think it's Bang, but there is a energy drink combined with Nyquil, and apparently that's a real thing. Ew, I I know. But energy but but like Nyquil. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Nyquil mixed with an energy drink. Just just think about that. Like that sounds like the old Four Loco. Yeah, I'm trying not to think about that. Oh my god, Four Loco. I, Four Loco has messed me up so bad in the past. I don't think I've ever had a Four Loco. Well, if you want to get messed up quick, Rudy, you go for Four Loco. Never have been messed up quick. It takes a while. It takes a while. Oh, okay, well, Rudy, I challenge you. Oh, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> you do a Four Loco? If you're unaffected, dude, oh my gosh, that'd be incredible. But there's a chance it kicks you in the butt. I think we've got our first challenge on Super Oh, League's I love podcast. it. I love it. Sweep the League does Four Loco. Oh, my, Rocky, have you ever done a Four Loco? I don't know. Is Rock there? Rocky, you ever done Rock, Four Loco? Rock. Uh, I was trying to unmute it, but it wouldn't let me. But I, uh, not since college, and those are some uh, pretty harsh memories. Oh, boy. So, Rock, you, you, you've, you're experienced then. Yeah. And just, oh, this is no bueno. Yeah, well, I know for sure Candace would lose this one. <laughs> like, without question. Probably so. Probably. We, we still got to set this up. We're, it seems we're, we're talking about drinking every single week, and I'm like, well, we got to set this up, because I'm, I'm, I want to see exactly how you guys are, you know, drinking out there and all that. And there's been massive stories of me, you know, of course, last week I did get text messages about the Houston trip that I talked about, where I was crawling on the floor and then, you know, falling asleep on the halls of in the hall door, the hall wall at the hotel, stuff like that. So um, I don't intend on ever that happening again and, for the next couple of weeks. But I mean, yeah. Have, you, have, you, have either of you? So there's a there's a, another challenge uh, in disclaimer. Folks, for all our listeners out there, just don't do this. Don't do this challenge. Leave it to us to do this stupid stuff. Um, Why the hell are you gonna put it. us in danger? Oh, I mean, well, of course, if you want to, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just joking <laughs> around here. Like Rudy, I want to see you versus Four Loco, though. No joke. That's that's something I do want to see. Is it so. just one Four Loco? Are we talking? Nah. Well, I, I don't know. You're kind of cocky about this, so I feel like you should take oh. down like two. Or three, four locos, and see what happens. All right, how many liquors is in this? What are we? I talking don't know. Here? I haven't had this since like college, and 
well, I don't remember many of those nights when I did do Four Loco in college. So, okay, uh, so we're gonna see Four Loco alcohol content. Let's see what's oh, in no. a Four Loco here. Rudy it's versus an Four Loco. It's an energy drink. What am I looking at here? No, I don't think it's an energy an, an energy drink. That might be the that might be the old one, but I know that has a lot of alcohol. It's got in a lot it. of sugar in it too. I think it's like fourteen percent ABV. Okay, so four loco shots. This is what it is. Are you twenty one years older? Well, yes, I am. Rudy, are you twenty one years old? Uh, last time I checked, yes. Okay, I, I've got all the makings of a forty year old, so they're definitely good. <laughs> um. I was going to say something bad, but I'm not going to say it now. That's crazy. These are shots. These are not shots. These are like energy drinks. Yeah, they're like full-blown like drinks. Okay, so this is called the pregame. I guess this is what y'all are talking about. Because this is all liquor right here. No, I, I didn't have a pregame. I, that was the full game for me because I could not drink anything after that. Well, then I need to find out. You know, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to talk to uh, a friend of mine who's a bartender. I'm going to see him this week. I'm going to say, what the hell is a four local shot? In fact, if they make a four local shot, maybe I'll take one on Wednesday night and I'll just put it on video. That way you can share it all over social media for Sweep the Lake. Oh my gosh. Have have either of you, I know we were talking about four local, but I'm just curious. Have either of you heard of the Gauntlet of Power Challenge? No. What is that? Uh Okay. It's, it's actually quite horrifying. Um, so what it is is uh it's like um a group of beers like in a line and it ends with uh, a shot of like some really poor like really low quality whatever like vodka or whiskey but the point is it the gauntlet of power is you're starting with the lightest like beers and you're going down the line and they're going up by ABV and you finish with the shot. So essentially the whole challenge is trying to down all these drinks in reverse order. What? No, no. I don't know if I can do that. Yes, it's 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 as awful as it sounds. No. There there's certain limits that I can't do. I'm I'm 20 years older than most than pretty much all you people. I'm not gonna about to I know I'm going to no, die pretty soon here, it. but I'm not going to die that fast. <laughs> Got to give you a couple Rudy, more Rudy, years. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> saying, you know what I said? It's another challenge. I'm like, um... no, I didn't say it's another, I didn't say it's a challenge for you to do. I'm just oh, saying, okay, I'm, no, I'm no. just naming like stupid stuff that's out there. Like, you know, can y'all, hey, Rock, can you do that? That one chip challenge? Definitely not, dude. My stomach does not go bode well with spicy things. Like, I'll eat spicy things, but I'm just in there just suffering for my demons after spicy things. And knowing I will do that, I will I have to, like, call out from work that day. Cause I will be <laughs> and, yeah. We can Mark do it. Can you do it, Mark? Man, I'm kind of terrified of thinking about that. But I don't know. I feel like after like two four locos, I wouldn't care, you know. I'd be like, so okay, so I guess the challenge is if I if I can down two four locos and be okay, you got to take the hot chip challenge. Oh man, I don't know if I can do that. I don't do spicy food very well. At least you can handle booze like pretty decently. 
I got to get something in return if I'm going to be, you know, bouncing off the walls on four logos or whatever it is. I'll tell you what, Rudy, I'll do the four loco challenge with you. Oh, man. Is, is Rock going to be our designated driver? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I will be our designated driver. You know, hey. I'll put on... I'll put on a little cute movie for y'all in the back. You know, take y'all sightseeing if you want. Whatever and you want. I don't mean designated driver like Rafi from the league where we catch oh, you drinking and we're like, you're supposed to be in D&D. &D. Yeah, you're right. right. We're about to leave. I'm going to go crap out the booze. Good <laughs> to go. Have a mint and good to go. I don't want to yeah. hear that. I'll be like y'all chauffeur for the night, you know, <laughs> and uh, just be chilling there. If you want, I can actually just follow you on this document, everything. Oh and my god. Go, and then go from there. I bet this is Rudy and Mark before two four locos. And then just go from there. Ah. Uh, I'm wondering if this should even happen. I think it should. I think it I, should too. Four locos. Just know. two four locos. And, and then and then like I'll be like, oh uh, guys, I got food for us. And then I'll get nachos. And then I'll I'll put like the one chip and one someone's nacho. Oh, that would oh be you so dirty dick, man. Dude. That would be <laughs> dick. That, that is so dirty. <laughs> oh, oh, that is so dirty. You would do that, actually. Uh, uh, or I'll probably just split it in half and make both of y'all take half. Oh, uh, no, knowing my luck, I would do the four local challenge, have a few more beers and rock side, you know, oh, yeah, we're hungry, you know, whatever. Yeah, rock will get me, you know, like a triple meat or quadruple meat from Whataburger, large fries. <laughs> then you'd be going to McDonald's. Hey, let me get a 20 piece and I'm just going to be scarfing it all down like back in the day. <laughs> and not only am I going to shit out, you know, eight locals, I'm going to shit out fucking, you know, all this other stuff too with a hot chip challenge no i don't i don't know if we can trust rock that much and then and then rudy you can try to pull off an interview just off your mind right now oh like, my god uh, that would be so priceless if you try to interview like rock just like with three four locos and like three random brews of your choice just Y'all have y'all both have me really <laughs> wondering about this four local thing. I've never I've heard of it. I've just never had one. I'm I'm shocked because you've been all around the block when it comes to this stuff. I have, but I mean, you kids come up with all these drinks. I don't know what the hell half these are. I just like oh, I don't I didn't even know Nyquil and energy drinks was a thing. I didn't know that was an extra. Is that what a four local extra. is? No, that's not what. Oh, a okay. I'm like, is. wait a minute. I'm not about to drown you know, down any Nyquil. I'm not gonna fall asleep anywhere or anything. Shit, no. Well, like, think think about the stupidity of that drink, though. Like, well, what is the point? It's it's Nyquil well, mixed with an energy drink. People drink freaking mouthwash for the alcohol. I mean, okay, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Wow. Rock, did you ever do that? No. <laughs> I've, never, never, I've never been that desperate, man. I've never done it, but I know people have down you know mouthwash because it has alcohol in it now i don't think it has enough to get you jacked up but i i know people have done it before because i've heard about it you know have i actually known somebody probably i just never paid attention but yeah i mean there's shit out there you can buy i mean whatever it's like you know whatever but two four local you know i'm gonna have to message somebody now while we're on this show while we're talking about it because I'm curious now. If they make these four locos, I'm about to have 
I'm about to have four loco, you know, this coming week sometime. Oh, you could find it. You could find it like any gas station. We'll have we'll have y'all do this, and then uh, uh, right after y'all drink, right right after y'all drink, I'll provide some food and some special leaf tea. You know, our wonderful sponsor, <laughs> so y'all so don't feel bad in the next day. I did, uh, yeah. I mean, I did. I actually did drink a special leaf tea after drinking a lot, and pretty miracle worker there. Not saying you should try it. Yeah. Well, so, what do we have to like? So. We'll drink some special leaf after the challenge, but before the challenge, we have to snort some machismo libre. Or snort machismo? Did you say snort machismo libre? I did. Wow, I don't. That's hot sauce, really. What mm -hmm. the hell are y'all trying to do to me? I'm trying to live to see fifty, <laughs> at least fifty. Hanging out with you guys, I'm not so sure I will. <laughs> You're a machine, Rudy. <laughs> Oh, I think just, I think we need to wrap this up, man. Yeah, this, just thinking this about this. Something. Just thinking about this has me really, really, really cringe right now. I guess what you say. All right, man. So we've we've talked Denver, Miami. We've talked Jokic, and I, I want to get Rock's opinion before we wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it up here, Rock. Before you came in, I asked a simple question: Can is can Jokic be better than Tim Duncan and Elijah one before it's all said and done? Um, I don't think so. I think accolades wise, he'll never reach to like you know those levels in a way, but talent he can be up there. Uh, it's just crazy to see what he's doing right now. Um, given you know, many people doubted him when he was coming into the league, but he's arguably you know the best player in the NBA right now and the best player in the world. But I mean, his Nuggets team. As long as they don't lose anyone, no no injuries or anything, they'll always be up there now. And I'm loving that what his run he's doing. But I, I to me, I can see him. I, I haven't won in this series, but I can see him maybe getting two rings at most, three pushing it. But I don't think you know Tim Duncan level esque. It's just awesome to see what he's doing for his team. But no. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I said I think he could be that or a little bit better. I did mention that earlier. I Hakeem Olajuwon and Tim Duncan are the two best big men. No, I'm going to rephrase that. To me, they're the two best two-way big men. Period. Uh -huh. I mean, Jabbar is probably the best offensive big man, in my opinion. Um, you know, scoring-wise and all that. Great defender. You know, definitely a great defender. But I think Olajuwon is probably the best two-way big man tim duncan's right up there and i was telling mark it's probably 1a and 1b i mean smidge elijah Wan over duncan by a smidge but if you came yeah. to me and said oh tim duncan's way better than akim elijah Wan, i won't argue that i will not argue that that's that close for me but i really think Jokic could possibly get in another say he gets another two rings after this three total maybe four He's got to be in the conversation. He has two MVPs. I mean, should have three. Yeah, no doubt. Should have been one of what three players to have back to back to back MVPs. There's no why reason why he did. He should not have won it. But he's gonna have another MVP as it's all said and done. Maybe another two. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm saying. You said accolades going even at that. He should. He probably will have more. Than Tim Elijah one, 
Yeah, you know, as long as he stays healthy, I mean, I, that could be a possibility. But I going off that, I do want to ask, you know, could you see him being the best European international prospect ever, you know? To play in the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think yeah. he's probably up there as the best international player to play the game. You know, that's kind of hard. I'm going to rephrase that. The best international player to play in the NBA. Yes. Yes, hands down. Now, international player overall? Oh, man. That's going to take some time. I might have to get back with you on that on the next show. That's going to take time because pointing waypoints now and looks now, yes, definitely. But you got to give people credit that played overseas that didn't come over to the NBA in their prime, like Sabonis, you know, like certain players. So I would say give me uh, give me to the next show to answer that one for sure. Well, we talked Denver. Uh, we talked Denver. We talked to the Miami. We also talked about drinking and we need to get a sponsor, maybe, you know, Don's and Ben's liquor or something for the show because we do talk a lot of alcohol on the show. No, we're not drink we're not drunks or anything like that. We do drink responsibly. We recommend you guys out there drink responsibly as well. If you've had a four loco that these guys are talking about, drop us a comment when we post the episode. Let us know how many can you take. I've been challenged to take at least two. If I take two, Stas is gonna take two, Rock's gonna drive us. I weigh currently 217 pounds. If Rock is our D&D, he's probably going to feed me. I'll balloon back up to 300 pounds in no time, but one night, I'm sure. Thank you, Rock. Looking forward to that very, very much. But until we sweep the league again next time, this is Rudy Compos Jr. with The Rock himself, Rocky Garza, and Stats. We'll see you guys next time. Oh, yeah.